Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Rumble! You ready to rumble today? Ready to rumble. I know you're used to being rumble. Fight. Yeah. Riot. Dig man. All right. So today I'm going to share with you about an invisible war. So welcome to the first Sunday of 2018 at SFCC, man. And I'm so happy to have uh, AJ and OG and Dudong Manansala together with Nanay June and AJ's friend Hannah. Welcome to SFCC. Welcome home, guys. You know, last week, OG's face was one of the pictures there. He's been walking with us in this church since the very first days, and we just love him so much. He's a part of, that. He's a part of our family. Uh, Dudong grew up here, and uh, Nanay June, of course, his family. AJ is our worship leader before, and uh, she's with her friend Hannah. So uh, you're always welcome here. You always have a seat here. So. All right, so invisible war. Now, once upon a time, some years back, there was a young man about 18, kag graduate siya sa high school, and wala siyang trabaho, wala siyang plano sa buhay niya, hindi niya alam kung anong gagawin niya. Naglalakad siya sa may bayan, and nakakita siya ng signboard na nakalagay diyan na, uh, uh, come see the world. You know? So, this guy, mahilig din sa adventure, uh, na-interest siya doon. Tapos doon sa baba ng sign, it says, uh, free transportation, free food, accommodations, and may allowance pa. Sabi niya, pambira to. Ito ang pakakataon, no? This is too good of an opportunity to pass up. So, he, he said, I, I better go grab it, you know? So, he went in. And sure enough, it was all what they said. He signed his, nagpirma siya ng pangalan niya. Then they brought him to uh, the, the other room. And agad-agad binigay siya ng bagong damit. Camouflage pa. Inabot pa sa kanya ng isang rifle, yung mahabang baril, mga military equipment. And sabi niya, just follow this guy here. He's your sergeant. Just follow him. He'll take care of you. Nag-gets niya ba? Hindi niya akalain na to see the world, free board and lodging, pocket money pa, he joined the army. And it, this is what hindi niya akalain. Now, the day he joined the army, all of a sudden, there were thousands and hundreds of thousands of enemy soldiers who now want to kill him. Right? Simply because he's connected with that army. Uh, now, and now the, the thing is, so many Christians are also surprised when they receive Jesus bilang tagapagligtas, bilang Panginoon ng buhay nila. So they, they sign up, yeah, I want to receive Jesus, I want to go to heaven. Akala nila na, you know, there's free transportation, God will provide wherever God sends you, He'll provide. You know, his provision is there, God's protection, answered prayers. So, wow, Shempre, sign me up. Kailan ang susunod na baptism? I'm in. Right? Pero hindi nakalain na 
that when you join to Christ, you suddenly find yourself sa kalagitnaan ng isang hostile environment. Now, you might have thought, well, it's all peace and flowers and a bed of roses and it's just going to be a piece of cake every day. But you find out that you are now a target of the devil. Nung hindi ka pa Kristiyano, you belong, by default, you belong to the other side. You're actually a part of Satan's kingdom. Maybe you don't realize that. In pinaka best is you're just neutral. So you are not a threat sa kaaway, sa mga demonyo. You're not a threat kasi ano eh. You're an ally niya. But when you join forces and come into Christ, you all of a sudden are on the hit list. You all of a sudden become... Although you're under Christ, you're under His protection, you, you don't realize all of a sudden things are not always as easy as you thought they would be. Maybe the Christians promised you a better life and things got difficult for you. Anybody relate? Akaka relate? Well, it's because there is a war. And that's what I want you to write down as the first point. You are in a war na hindi mo nakikita that you do not see. Make no mistake about it. There is a war. Like it or not, there is an ongoing battle and you find yourself in the middle of it. It's not a physical war. But there are reasons why the Bible uses many metaphors of warfare. Alam mo, ibig sabihin, metaphor. Metaphor. Yung parang, it's very uh, symbolic. The Bible talks about, you know, fighting the good fight. Not a fight, a faith, a faith fight. Sabi ni Paul, I don't just, you know, shadow box. I'm not just boxing the air na pang, pang porma lang. Pang, you, know, you know how the boxers do before they fight, you know. Sabini Paul, I'm not doing that. I'm not just hitting the air. I swing with purpose. I'm going for a knockout. You know? So and and there's so many uh, analogies, metaphors, and symbolic things in the Bible about war. Old Testament palang, gera, 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 gera. Doming. That will be one of the most bloody, violent movies you've ever saw. May Joshua, the, the, after Moses, diba? Siya yung general who brought the Israelite people into the promised land. Pero the fact is, yung promised land, may mga existing na occupants. Mga higante pa. And Joshua came in and the first city, Jericho, God said, kill everybody and everything. Wipe them out. War. No mercy, kill it all. Grabe, no? <laughs> Leave no prison. And then, so Joshua, they went city after city, land after land, uh, taking territory, conquering, fighting, overcoming. Are you following me? Then King David. David was a man of war. Expanding the kingdom, taking more territory, driving out, kicking out the enemies. Those enemies that 
do baby sacrifices and worshiping false gods and those terrible, evil, wicked nations, God says, drive them out of your land. Don't let them stay. Don't intermarry with them. Get rid of them. You know, if that was our situation today, wow, that's bad politics, you know. But but this was the thing. This was God. And then, sabi ni God, kay David, you will not be the one papapatayo ng temple because you're a man of war. It will be your anak na si Solomon because his, his motive would be peace. But there was so many, you know, Samson, right? The small guy, but he was very strong. He kills a thousand people using the jawbone of a donkey. Who does that? You know, that's crazy. But all of these things in the Bible, my literal na wars, literal na killings, literal na fighting. Why do you think the Bible has all of that? Kasi may application sa atin na yung war that we are in is not the war over a certain real estate. Hindi ito, we're not fighting against people. We are fighting against, over here in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11 and 12, I want you to read this with me. This describes kung paano lumipat ang war from the earth and physical into a spiritual. Okay, Before it was physical, literal na fighting, muscles, weapons. But the war has now moved. Still a war, pero lumipat ang kanyang Location And it says here, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Schemes means his tricks, his traps. Do you know Satan has a trap for you? But you have armor so you can stand against that. We are not fighting against. Can you read that with me? For we are not fighting against a human opponent. We are wrestling with rulers, authorities, and spiritual, no, and the powers who govern the world of darkness and spiritual forces that control evil in the heavenly world. It's in a different place. Now, why did God give a command for us to put on armor. Kung walang battle. Right? Walang sinabi dyan. You know, why do, for example, why do police put on a bulletproof vest? You know, makati yan, makapal, and then it's so, it's so hot. Why would the police wear a bulletproof vest or military? Why would they wear bulletproof vest? Kung wala silang inaasahan na mangyayari sa kanila. Right? It's protect because they know. Nagsusuot ng bulletproof vest kasi alam nila they're going to be shot at. But in getting shot at, they know that they will live and not die. Everybody say, I will live, I will not die. <laughs> but the Bible said. Put on the full armor of God. Hindi niya sinabi niya, put on your best sportswear. It doesn't say, you know, magdamit ka ng 
Hawaiian beachwear. You see, we're not, we're not in a costume party. We're in a war. There's a war na hindi mo kikita with your eyes. And listen, we, we, when I'm sharing this with you, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to prepare you. Because if you're unprepared, you will get caught off guard. Friends, what you don't know can hurt you. Inuulit ko, I'm not scaring you, I'm preparing you. Para hindi ka maging casualty ng war. You da- dapat alam mo. If you're not, if you're blind, if you're ignorant, pagdating sa araw na ikaw ay mag, biglang magising ka na, I'm in a war. People, you know, the devil is trying to, 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 to steal my, my job or he's trying to destroy my marriage. He's trying to pull apart my family. All of a sudden, you realize you're in the middle of a conflict na hindi mo inasahan. You will, if you're not prepared, you'll just go into fear. Panic mode. So if you, you know, if, and if, if you're not prepared, you could easily give up. Quit. You could easily live your life in defeat. give up. comfort zone. I'll be attacked in my finances. I don't want to have problems with, see, you'll just surrender and you'll miss out on God's destiny for your life because you weren't prepared for the war. Everybody say, I'm prepared. I'm getting prepared, yeah. And we have to have our eyes open that there is a battle. I don't care kung anong pinagalingan mo, family background, matanda, bata, mayaman, may pinagaralan, wala. Listen, everybody, there's, there's, whether you like it or not, if you follow Jesus, you will be in the midst of some conflict in the spiritual world. You will be in a hostile environment and the devil will like to kill you. Why does the devil want to kill me? Anong ginawa ko sa kanya? Wala akong inaano sa kanya. It's not about you. The devil hates you because God loves you. This is actually uh, between the Lord and the fallen angels. But the fact is, you have to understand the war that we're in. Over in 2 Kings chapter 6, there was a story, yung background doon na si Elisha, the prophet of God, um, he was giving a lot of prophecies and one of the enemy kings, yung king ng Syria, uh, always tried to kill him. But he could never kill Elisha because si Elisha nakakarinig sa Diyos. So every time they send ambush, he will just leave ahead of time and they, they, they show up and wala si Elisha. You know, I mean, he's just, he's a smooth operator. Elisha was, he's awesome. And so what happened is one time they were in this house and there was a disciple, si Elisha. There was a tinetrain, a junior prophet. Then. And suddenly, uh, he was in the morning and 
they found out that the Syrian army was surrounding them. It's an ambush, and they want to kill Elisha. And so over here in 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 15, it says, When the servant of the man of God got up early the next morning and went outside, there were troops, horses, and chariots. I mean, they are armed and dangerous. Ambush na. It, they were everywhere. They're, they're surrounding them. Oh, sir, what will we do now? Cried the, the young man, no? the young prophet. And uh, Elisha said to him, don't be afraid. Those who are with us, actually, dalawa lang sila. Pero sabi niya, those who are with us, are more than those who are with them. Meron nakikita si Elisha na invisible. Meron siyang alam na hindi alam ng servant niya kasi hindi niya nakikita. Ang nakikita lang is yung visible, yung, yung physical. And then, ang nagpray si Elisha, Oh Lord, open his eyes and let him see. Hindi naman siya bulag, pero hindi siya nakikita yung sa kabilang dimension. And the Lord opened the young man's eyes, and when he looked up, he saw that the hillside around Elisha was filled with horses and chariots of fire. <laughs> the fire, this was, you know, remember, Elisha was the uh, protege of Elijah, who let fire come down from heaven. And, and, and there was there's power. That was the power of God symbolized. And so, uh, you know, it's a, ang ganda ng story sa Second Kings, you read about it. Ang nangyari is all of these enemies, thousands of them, suddenly became blind. Sila pa ang nagpapakawawa at nakipag-usap kay Elisha, don't kill us. Dalawang sila. Tingin niyo ako, Anytime you're in a, a war against uh, the forces of evil, you're not alone. So if, if what I said to you feels like bad news, the, the bad news, yeah, there is a war na hindi mo nakikita and you are in it. But the good news is you're not in it alone. That those who are with you are more than those who are with them who tried to oppose you. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. And with God, all things are possible. And listen, you plus Jesus always equals the majority. You're not alone. You're not alone. So attacks will come. Just, just know there is a war. But attacks will come. And what does it look like? You will not just bleed. You will not be hit with a, uh, an M16 or a grenade. But attacks will come. Bombs will come to your marriage. Attacks will come to your family to, te to tear you apart. You know, there will be ambush on your finances from time to time. relate ba? There will be, you know, probably tests and trials at work. Akala mo lang is just a bad boss. You don't realize what's happening behind the scenes. It's not your bad boss. It's a war. 
to, to, to pressure you and, and, and send you away from the Lord and get you off track of his purposes sa life mo. There will be fights against your soul. Come on. What is your soul? Your emotions. Your mind. A war against the mind. The battleground is between your ears. It's inside your mindset that a war is happening. The, there's, a, there's going to be attacks to, to influence and, and curve your choices to go a different way. Spiritual attacks will come, making you feel condemned, making you feel disappointed with people or discouraged about yourself. Para ma-shift na yung pagtingin mo sa sarili mo, napaka-baba. I, I don't, I'm not worthy. I, I shouldn't go. I shouldn't attend church. I shouldn't. A lot of these are just mindsets and war. But the warfare is not fair. <laughs> warfare is not fair. It's below the belt. It's, it's brutal. But it's real. And you need to be prepared. Because Satan and demons are fighting you. They're fighting you. They're trying to inject landmines in your mind. You know what a landmine is? What if there was a landmine in your mind? Landmine of lust, envy, anger, hate, spirit of violence, spirit of lying, fear, intimidation. Addiction, suicide. Have you ever felt you're under some kind of spiritual attack? Have you ever felt na pag dumating na yung rain, not, not, not rain, but parang they say, when it rains, it pours. Kung patong-patong, kaliwat ka sabay-sabay na mga pressures and temptations and then tragedy, nakasakit si Jan, nakasakit na naman dyan. Dapat mag-uupan tayo ng month-to-month in Bethany or IRH because we have so many people getting sick. Have you ever felt like you're uh, under such spiritual attack? Pagod na pagod ka. Pagtulog ka. You don't have a good... When you wake up in the morning, you feel just as exhausted as when you went to bed at night. You, you work harder than ever before. Gipit pa rin. You try your best to be nice and people don't respect and appreciate you. Have you ever felt like your, your, your spirit is in a fight? Well, that's it. Now, why? 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 Why is this fight? I'll give you another example from the World War II. Pagtapos na World War II, in the South Pacific, remember the time na nag-bomb ang U.S. kay, kay Japan, no? Si Japan, wala, wipe out na, susuko na, surrender na. So, nagpirma sila, yung terms of surrender and everything. Nakakita ko mga pictures na yan. And so, technically and legally and politically, the government's already made a peace truce. The war was over. Talo si Japan. I guess Hitler too. All of those guys. Anyway, what happened was, dito sa may Pacific, you know, I don't know some a- areas in the South Pacific, all this area na dating kalat uh, mga bullies na Japanese, di ba? Well, there were troops and platoons of troops all around scattered sa mga islands and different places na Japanese who still carry their arms. Either they did not get the message that the war was over, or they got the message and didn't believe it, or walang pakialam. Basta, I committed to fight till death, 
even though our nation, our country lost, I'm still going to keep fighting. Are you following me? So what happened was they were a danger to the allied forces who are going around rebuilding, trying to make peace, trying to, you know, put up schools and roads and trying to rebuild the, the, the place. But when they go and there's some Japanese troops there, nakatago yan, they come out and start shooting. They're fighting as if the war is still legal. But actually the war is no longer legal. It's over. Talo sila. Nanalo ang allied forces. But those are still real enemies. With real guns. Shooting real bullets. And if you don't know it, if you're not prepared, you'll get hit. Even though the war was already won. Are you following me? It's the same thing sa, sa spiritual world. When Jesus came to earth and lived and died on the cross, akala na mga demonyo na, yay, we killed the Son of God. You know, we won. We killed Jesus. He... What they don't know is that was Jesus' plan. That was the Son of God's purpose. Hindi alam ni Satan yan. Kung alam niya, hindi papatay niya si Jesus sa cross. But that was Jesus' strategy so that He could redeem all of us. Pinalaya. Tinubos niya tayo with, with that one act on the cross. One man, one holy God-man sacrificed Himself and it won the war for the side of God. So the war is over. But Satan still wants to fight. Technically, he lost. It's over. He has no more hope of winning. So actually, this is not a war to, to see who will win. Right? It's already won. It's just a war echo. It's the echo. It's the ripple effect of a sore loser who will not like to give up fighting. Are you following me? So here's my second point, and please understand this. Your victory is sure, but you still need to fight. In fact, Isaiah 54, 17 says, No weapon that is formed against you will prosper. So it means weapons, attacks, will come against you. But they will not prosper. They will backfire. And Paul told Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. What is a good fight? Have you ever, honestly, have you ever been in a fight before? I mean, like a real fight? Okay. that was... What would qualify para makakapagsabi na ang isang fight is a good fight? Or is there such thing as a good fight? What would be, what should happen for that fight to be called a good fight? Well, I think a good fight is one where you win. <laughs> right? And we win. Sabi ni Paul kay Timothy, it's a good fight. You fight the good. Another version of your Bible says, fight the beautiful fight of faith. 
Wow. Wow. Beautiful fight. Sino mga beautiful fighters dyan? Mga babae, beautiful fighters. <laughs> beautiful fighters. So, in Luke chapter 10, verse 19, Jesus said sa kanya mga disciples na, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all of the power of the enemy and nothing will harm you. Listen, the victory has been won by Jesus. At the cross, he won the war. But we still must stand and fight. And here's the number three. This is going to equip you, I hope. That when you have any experience, at least alam mo na, there is a war, it's invisible, but you will know. Pag may nangyayari sa'yo, alam mo na, ay, hindi pala, akala mo, that's just my wife, those are my, my rebellious kids, or that's just the government, uh, you know, and you think the war is against these people. No, it's not your boss, it's not the economy, it's a, it's a spiritual war trying to take you out. But now you know. So when you experience that, I want you to say these five words. Say it to yourself. Declare it verbally. Say it into the heavenlies. And let everyone who hears your voice, visible or invisible, let them hear, the battle is the Lord's. Say it with me. The battle is the Lord's. The battle is the Lord's. Ephesians 6.10, finally, be strong, not in your muscles, not in your ability to think and strategize, not be strong in your economic status. No, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. You're going to actually fight without using your own fighting skills. Hello. You're going to have a fight. You're going to fight without actually being the one to fight because He is going to fight for you. In Second Chronicles 20, verse 15, Jehoshaphat, the king of Israel that time, was being surrounded by four enemies. Four enemy armies ganged up on him and they are ambushing him. Ang kanyang, pinaka mga, ang kanyang mga fighters, they were already out of town. <laughs> Naiwan lang siya doon with women and children. It looked like no hope of victory. They're going to be killed. The women will be taken away. They will steal every... It looks really bad. And the prophet told to Jehoshaphat this, don't be frightened or terrified by this large crowd. It's a large crowd in our lives today. Maybe the majority, the, the loud voice of those pressuring you. You know, the, the large temptation matindi so that large crowd sabi ng Diyos, don't be frightened or terrified by this large crowd by that influence by that pressure by that attack against you the battle isn't yours it's god's come on when you're tempted pag may pinagdaanan ka na pagsubok and and it's really hard and you're going through something matindi ng tukso you just say, the battle is the Lord's. 
When you come to worship, hindi ka kaka-concentrate. You know, you don't feel. You just say the battle is the Lord's. Worship palang, you're doing some warfare. You know, demons are falling when you worship. When you pray, demons have to cover their ears. They hate that. They, they can't, you're, you're torturing them when you are giving and serving and becoming more like Christ. So the battle is the Lord's. You run to Him. Don't try to fight on your own strength. You know, so many Christians, they know, oh, this is right, this is wrong. Uh, but, pero, bakit yung, mas, yung bawal, yun ang masarap? Baka, bakit gusto kong ganyan? You don't have to use your own willpower to, res- to, 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 to fight Satan. You say, you cry out, the battle is the Lord's. The battle is the Lord's. He's fighting for me. First Samuel 17:47. Sabi ni David, nung hinarap siya si Goliath, he said, the whole earth will know that there's an extraordinary God in Israel. And everyone gathered here in this congregation, they will learn that God doesn't save by means of sword or physical spear. No? The battle belongs to God and He's handing you to us on a silver platter. Sabini David, I eat giants for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, God does not need you to defeat the devil today. He's already defeated. God does not need you to fight for him. Tandan mo, ang fight na ito is not for his benefit, it's for ours. There, I cannot explain it all to you right now, but there are incredible benefits on the other side of your problem. The promises of God are hidden inside the problem. Kung gano katindi ng problema mo, ng digmaan mo, lalo ng gaano ka tindi, ang sarap, at ang kailangan mo, yung promises of God on the other side of that. Now here's what it says in Colossians 2.15 to give you assurance. He, this is Jesus, he defeated. Is that past tense or plural? He defeated, past tense, the rulers and powers of the spiritual world. Sabi ko kanina, that's what we read. That's who, we're not fighting human opponent. It's spiritual rulers and powers in the spiritual world. He defeated them. Listen to this. With, read it with me. With the cross... He won the victory over them. He defeated and powerless prisoners for the whole world to see. He defeated and made the devil and his demon powerless prisoners for the whole world to see. Ephesians, uh, Romans 8.37, no, despite all these things, despite what you're going through, despite anything, we have, says, overwhelming victory through Christ who loved us. So your part is to stand your ground. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 14. This is where I'll finish now. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to, 10 to 14. Listen for the word stand. Everybody say stand. No? So it says here, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your... So be more, take my stand. But are you going to 
take your stand right here. Take my stand. Against. I have a stand against. I have a conviction against. I have a resolve. I have a decision against. What? Against the devil's schemes. Put on the full armor of God so that you may be able to stand your ground. Anong ibig sabihin, your ground? Kung saan ka nakatayo? Katayuan mo. Alam mo yung katayuan mo. Do you know where you stand before God? Do you know what your standing is sa harapan ng Diyos? The Bible declares you, it's not fair, it's grace, but He declares you righteous. That's your new standing before God. And so you need to be able to have some armor, we talk about next time, so that you can stand your ground after you have done everything to stand. So stand firm then, you know. It talks about wrestling one time in these verses, but it tells you to stand four times in those verses. Four times, standing your ground. Take a stand. So by fighting, you're really not fighting for a victory. You're fighting from victory. Okay? Come here, Dudon. Come over here. Come here. Dudon, come. Go. I want you to stand up here. But I'm going to resist you. Go ahead, stand up there. I'm going to fight you. But Come on, make, make your way. Fight. Don't give up easy. He's, he's fighting me. <laughs> okay. So you see that he, in, that, in that scenario, he's fighting for the right to go stand here. He's fighting to, to get up here. And I'm not letting him go. I don't want him to go up. I'm fighting him so that he will not get to the final place. Many Christians think of spiritual warfare like that i have to fight to get higher i have to fight to get god to forgive me i have to fight to you know be a better person to be good i have to struggle to please god listen the victory is already yours let me show you another scenario this is the correct one god put him in the place of victory he doesn't have to fight to, to get there. He's just going to fight to stand his ground. Brother, stand your ground. And I'm going to come and try to move him. I'm going to try to trick him. Look. <laughs> See, I'm going to do a lot of tricks to try to dislodge him from his standing. And he's going to fight not to get there, the victory, He's going to fight because he's already in the victory. And he's going to fight to stand his ground. Okay, thanks, bro. You see, you're not fighting for a victory. You're fighting from... Victory is your starting position. You already had all your sins washed away. Is that not a victory? That's a huge win. Every sin you've ever had has been washed away. You don't have to fight to make God love you. He's already poured out His love in your hearts. You don't have to fight to get uh, an acceptable status before God. He gave that to you as a gift. 
Now you fight to never let it go. You fight like you've never fought before by, (laughs) you fight not by running. You don't put armor on a runner. Right? The the guy that has armor is the guy that's just going to stand there, stand his ground. You fight every time the devil tries to condemn you, move you from your standing. You fight the fight of faith. No, I'm righteous. No, I'm loved. No, I'm acceptable, forgivable, and capable before the Lord. And you fight every attack of the enemy to move you from your righteous standing in the Father. You fight to stand your ground. Don't let the fight words fool you. You are in a promised land. And the fight, of course, there is going to be a struggle. But the struggle is to keep and experience and to keep discovering more of what you already have in Christ. The promises are locked up behind the problems. So as you go through those problems, the promises start becoming relevant and activated in your life. So don't let anything intimidate you from getting the promises because all of God's promises are yes, yes, and amen. He has, Ephesians 1.3, he's blessed us with every blessing in heaven because we belong to Christ. Friends, through difficulties, through fights, more and more experience of the promised land awaits you. So don't be scared. Just get prepared. Itong 2018, hindi ko it's going to be an easy year. You'll have lots of things in your wallet. You'll have lots of people love you and say nice things about you. You'll have so many likes. No, I cannot promise you that. But I'll promise you that you can be a champion in life. But you're going to have to struggle. You're going to have to fight. But remember, victory is already sure. Don't give up your victory. Don't give up your joy. Don't let the Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I've come to give you life, abundant life. So stand your ground. The battle is the Lord's. Every time you feel that battle coming, every time there's a a fight to tear apart your family, a temptation to make you fall into sin, you just cry, the battle belongs to the Lord. The battle is the Lord's. The battle is the Lord's. Can you say that? The battle is the Lord's. He is fighting for us. He is on our side. He has overcome. Let's pray together. Father, thank you that you have beat our enemies already. That the, the, the devil is a powerless loser and has no right to take over my mind, emotions, my choices, priorities. He does not have the right to, to enter and mangulo sa family ko. So I will stand and defend our territory that you have given me. I will defend my marriage. I will defend my uh, role as a father, as a leader, as a pastor. I will look after my garden and, and tend it and take out the weeds. Masamang damo, masamang mga pestis. I will put pesticides of prayer. I will put pesticides of speaking in tongues and pushing out the darkness so that nothing will shake or move me from my promised land in Christ. And thank you, Father, that you have made us more than conquerors. 
You've given us victory. You always lead us to triumph in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus, for accomplishing the big win at the cross. Thank you that through your big win, and we enjoy and experience with you the inheritance, all of the rewards, all the spiritual blessings that are in you. So Lord, help us to, to, to stay fruitful, to stay guarded. Lord, show us how to not be ignorant of this war, but when things are going on, help us not to be deceived, to think that it's just that person or this bad situation. But Lord, help us to be aware of when this is really a spiritual attack and that we will be able to expose the devil and his trap because we know something, because we see something. Open our eyes to see that there are more of us because you are with us than them. Thank you for the victory. Thank you for the abundant life. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Sabimo, I'm not scared. I'm just prepared.